What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, y'all. It's Eddie, and I'm live in in Villa Eddie. You know, <laughs> it's my little home that I call for myself. <laughs> I just wanted to welcome you all back to episode five of the Southern Gent. I'm coming to you all from Atlanta, and I have a very special guest today that I'm so excited about. I want you all to kick back, relax. We're going to have a lot of topics going on. And remember, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at YesSouthernGent. So with all further ado, let me announce to you all my friend, the author, Mr. Brian Banks. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's Brian Banks. (laughs) Well, okay. So, to be fair, I've written one book. One book. You know, when you say the author, it makes me sound so grand and I don't want to. Well, you have one book, so you're an author. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Authorist to some. Uh, But no, I'm Brian Banks and I've written a book called Three the Hard Way. Came out. In 2008. Yes. So it's a little dated, but the story's still the same. Boy uh, meets boy. Boy meets boy. Boy gets gooped. Oh, yeah. gooped. So. Damn. Yeah. And that's based in... It's set in Little Rock of all places. Little Rock. So, you know, you don't really get a country love story between two men. And in uh, this case, you no. have more than one. You have three. Ooh, three. The hard way. The hard way. And you can find that. It's sold online. You can online. type it in, look up Three to Hard Way by Brian Banks. Yeah. And you'll find it. Yeah. Yes. Hope you like it. It's a good story. Yes. And it's based in Little Rock. And that's actually like officially kind of like where we met. Yeah, Little Rock brought us together. Little Rock, Arkansas. The people yes. brought us together there. We are definitely Arkansas boys from little cities. Yes. Is yours called the town? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Population no of 7,000. 7,000. Yeah. Okay. I love it, though. You know, I would move back in a heartbeat. I think that in country time vibe is is great. Yeah. You know? I would, if I had kids, I would t- I would raise my children there. Too. I want them to have that okay. kind of, that foundation, you know? Uh-huh. What about you? Would you move back at any um, point for the right amount of money? Because you got to go, go for some money. You can't just correct. go because it's Sunday. Correct. I will move. <laughs> I visit quite often, though. So for me, it's kind of like, why move back when I'm just like five, six hours up the road? You're not five, six hours up the road. Yeah. You're seven and a half. To West oh, Memphis. You, to, oh, he's going to Memphis with K. Michelle. Oh, don't okay. do my sister. Uh, I forgot. I thought you were going to Little Rock for some reason. Oh, wow. Little Rock I mean, has is, other reasons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Overnight reasons. <laughs> Bag in the back of your car. It's in my beeswax. Exactly. Let's get to the meat of it. And I love home. Yeah. But like coming and going back home for me is kind of like, that's the place where I grew up. Like my family is there. Exactly. And like that small town dynamic still kind of like, it doesn't bother me as much anymore, but it used to weigh heavily on me. Mm -hmm. You didn't like it? It's not that I didn't like it. I had some... Not so magical moments. Okay. You know, I'm all about peace and stuff. And so that like really had a disruption in my life. Yeah. And then a lot of stuff with work, you know, when I quit my job mm-hmm. and it just brought back a lot of like gotcha. yeah. trauma. Yeah. Well, you have to go find some new memories to make there. Yes. Like, you know. And since I've been growing and on my spiritual journey, uh-huh. skr, skr, I've definitely been making like some strides into that uh-huh. because it kind of like stunted a lot of personal and professional growth. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was kind of like 
how can I advance as a human being, as a person of queer experience right. and being black and not wanting to disappoint my family and not put shame on them, if right. that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I had the same experience with my book because mm-hmm. when I released my book, I was very cognizant of, or I, in my mind, I was like, how are they going to take this if I really promote it in my hometown? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this country ass town. And that's not and country ass town is not a bad thing. So yeah, don't get it twisted. Don't. That's the salt of the earth shit that makes the shit go round in the world. <laughs> yes. But like I was worried about how that would make them feel if I was out here really just here's my gay book. Yeah. You know, and I kind of re- I regret not really going. Or doing the right thing at that time, yeah, which wow. would have been more beneficial to me. Yeah, but it's that hometown thing. Yeah, you know, we just everybody they, hometowns, towns, small towns, small towns. They all feel differently that. about certain things that may be mainstream in the city. Yeah, and so you know we've seen it. We've seen it. We've yeah. dealt with it, and you know I'm here now living a <laughs> semi fabulous life. Oh, he is y'all. Trust me. <laughs> His balcony is to die for. I will <laughs> kill for this balcony and the location. So prob- he's living his best life. And he has purple lights on the balcony, too. Yes. Every night's a Prince tribute. So. Every night is a Prince tribute. Exactly. And sometimes I just have my Cabernet Sauvignon. Which is also a purple-ish Yeah, color. which I'm sipping on at the moment. So it still matches. It still, it matches. still matches my thing. It still matches. And purple is royalty. Is it royalty? Yes, royalty. Royalty, royalty. But you know, I didn't always see that. And so I just wrote an article in the Unleashed Voice magazine about the imposter syndrome. Uh Have you like heard about that? I have not. Tell me. So I'll tell you about it. Here goes some tea, (laughs) y'all. So the imposter syndrome is like if you feel sometimes, like I'll tell you about my experience. Okay. So I felt like I always had to either prove myself or kind of hide this facade because I felt like I was a fraud in my jobs. And even though I knew what I was doing, I knew how to do it, I always felt like it wasn't enough. Right. And so when you have those kind of beliefs, it leads to the point to where sometimes it's, it stunts your growth. Mm-hmm. It stunts like your mental capacity because yeah. like I was dealing with depression at the same time. So it was kind of like, oh, here we go, all of these issues. But now, yeah, compounding. And so for me, I saw therapy and we talked about the imposter syndrome. And people like Maya Angelou, people like um, Albert Einstein, uh, Viola Davis even Mm -hmm. came out and said that she um, dealt with it as well. So it's something that a lot of people deal with, just may not know. So, yeah. So it it made me feel like in this new realm of life where other people saw me as this figure Mm -hmm. and I saw myself as a loser. So it was kind of like what we talked about earlier on one of our editorial calls. (laughs) (laughs) Very fancy. We talked about the perception that we have of ourselves versus what other people see of us. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and that can go a lot of different ways. But it happened to me recently because I was in a grocery store shopping. And for the record, I'm not a vain person. I'm not one that solicits compliments or anything like that. Right. But I'm grocery shopping, minding my own business, and I bump into a former coworker. Uh huh. And so she sees me. She's like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you in forever. You look amazing. Uh huh. This is the best you've ever looked. Whatever you're doing, it works for you. Right. And it really caught me off guard because I don't see that. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? I don't see what the hell she's talking about because- to me, I've gained weight. I'm older. Yeah. I'm now 
the person that should be going to Bulldogs versus Ooh. the one who's going there to date an older man. Ooh. So now I am the older man at some point or on some level. And, Ooh. you know, I don't see what she saw. Yeah. But it's always good to see what somebody else may see when they see you. Yeah. If I can say see enough. Hey. But <laughs> have you ever had something like that happen where you were just like, oh, thank I never even thought anyone would notice this or even gave a damn to say anything about it? Yeah, like all the time. Like even something as simple as a haircut. Right. Like people will notice. And my coworkers will even say something about it. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I just I did it. And they're just like, oh, you look so good. Or even if it's I got a, a a new gig or something. Right. So it's kind of like, oh, well, I got that. And it was because of luck. And they're like, no, like, look at your resume. Look at this. Look at, And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, that's that. But right. whatever. Yeah, we flow through life and people see us in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Professionally, physically, romantically. Like, they, they can compliment us in ways that we don't even think about. Right. And they're carrying it around. They may not even say anything. But when they do, it may come off as a shock because... You weren't thinking about it like exactly. that, you know. So it's always refreshing, though. It is refreshing. You know, I want to feel, and I, I'm not now. I'm not saying that she shouldn't have said it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it felt good. It felt good. Yeah. You know? But I was still kind of like, I'm embarrassed because we're in public, and yeah, what's happening here? But I, you know? Yeah, I feel I'm like a, I was a guy that she probably would have dated at this point. Oh. You know, so maybe I'm now in her her wheelhouse. But sorry, sweetie. Oh, sorry to this woman. I'm actually fishing for something else. (laughs) Fishing for a pole. (laughs) (laughs) Now I need the pole. I just posted something on Facebook about that. Like (laughs) when you wake up in the morning having a sex (laughs) vision, memory. Fishing for a pole. Fishing for a pole. That's how you do it, though. That's how I'm going to have to use it. So, so sorry. <laughs> sorry to this woman. <laughs> and speaking of women, we're going to pop into our pop culture topics. Yeah. All right. All right. Woo. We got. We got this. So first, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. I don't know if you all what watch. <laughs> so shady. So why can you be so just nasty and so rude? Mm. Yeah. Toot on them, Greg. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> oh, that reminds so me of something That's what else. show we're talking about. Yes, we're talking about Real Housewives of Atlanta, and it aired Sunday. So what I wanted to talk about, I keep talking about this girl, but they keep bringing her up, Miss Kenya. Mm. You know, she's never been my favorite. I will say that forever and a day. But her storyline is what's like, now is the meat of what's happening. Right. So, if you all don't know, she recently got a divorce from Mark. And there were some people who said he abused her, but she says that it was verbal abuse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may have been. We don't know. Probably. It could have been. But I will say, Mark always, you know, just, I think he got caught off guard. Yeah. It was too much for him. Yeah. Like, having to deal with all of those attitudes, the cameras. But you know what's funny about that? What? He was, according to, you know... The other cast members at some point, when they were being shady, a fan of the show. Oh. Or, you know, he was somebody that watched the show. He called him a fan, I think. So it's like, if he genuinely was aware of the show, then you kind of have to look at it like, you knew who the fuck, you know, you knew who she was. Exactly. So you know what comes with that if you do it. What comes with the territory. But he's still acting real flaky about it. Like, yeah. Okay. That's some new tea to me. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Mark. 
Well, as you all know, could, I did miss a couple of seasons. Okay. Well, then, yeah. So but it, I watched it could the blogs. You know, it could be unsubstantiated or whatever, but that's what they were saying. Yeah. Is that he was a fan. I can believe that. So. A lot of people have watched the show. So what I wanted to talk about, you know, I got into another topic. What I wanted to talk about was dealing with, like, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Like, how uh, Candy and Cynthia reached out to the girls to be like, you know, let's not talk about this. Mm-hmm. And let's be gentle. And it was kind of like, you know you're on the sh- Just like you said with Mark. You know you're on the show. Mm-hmm. And you've done it to every other woman who's gotten a divorce. Right. What makes you think that everybody else ain't going to talk about yours? That's insane to even think that there would be a possibility. Right. You know, I don't get people to do that kind of stuff. Right. And they should have wore her ass out. Yeah. <laughs> from the moment she walked out the door. <laughs> Like seriously, they sh- but but even but that just speaks to the volume of how some people have grown because yes, that would have been the low hanging fruit exactly a few years ago, you know, exactly. to, to go in with guns a blazing, right? But I think if they had done that, it would have been warranted, right? They they she's been so nasty and so rude, yes, and so rude <laughs> to everybody, to everybody. Yeah. And when she was off the show, I was like, okay, well, great. But now that she's back on, you need to know that this is probably why you didn't get like your contract or you right. didn't get your peach the last time mm-hmm. because you wanted to be so private. So now you're you're in it. Let me say this about something that I've seen going in a future episode mm-hmm. where Nini tries to spit on Kenya. Yeah. Now in the clip, yeah, the way that she spits. It's very, I'm not really trying to spit on you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just doing this to look silly. Yeah. And that kind of makes me wonder, like, how much of this is legit, like, real tea? Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say this. I feel like it's real tea on some level because if we lived our lives, if you and I walked around saying exactly how we felt uh-huh. about everything to yeah. everyone, right. it, would be some, it would be some drama. Definitely. And I feel like that's what kind of this show represents is, like, that kind of stuff right there where it's like, you know. Are we? What are we doing here? Yeah, you know, but that spit scene threw everything off for me. The spit scene threw a lot off for me. I was so confused, and it sh- Nini kind of explained it, but I was still just like, "Whoa!" And then it kind of leads to our next topic of representation in the community. So recently, I was on Twitter. Y'all know I live on Twitter. It's really my news. Yeah, you are Mr. Twitter. I I definitely am. It's one of my favorite on platforms. several levels. On several <laughs> levels. <laughs> More about that later. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> so I recently saw a clip of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. And I shared it with Ryan, and it was so interesting to see the level of um, difference in the way that the show is being recorded. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot more fights. You see a lot more hands and faces. And hair. And hair everywhere. Like, and what kind of like sparked my interest in it was we talked about um, representation of the Black community. And several people felt like these shows, like Real Housewives, Love and Hip Hop, every chapter (laughs) are not a great representation of the black community because they show a different side. And so for me, I kind of got it, but then I was like, well, this is not the entire community. Right. So how do you feel about that? Well, I feel like 
we black people yeah have always kind of been so hard on ourselves when it comes to that level of being of portrayal mm-hmm. and i kind of feel like why are we holding ourselves to a certain standard when no other races are really just saying oh you're misrepresenting our community right you know, i kind of feel like this is a part of the of the community this is right. one part of it just like you just said but it's still unfair to me mm. on some level or unnecessary unnecessary for them to use the phrasing of or for black people to feel like it's just happening to us. Exactly. And that it has to be a representation of what we see on TV. Right. Of us. And it's like, it really doesn't. Right. You know? Because. You balance a bad show like, well, not, I say bad show, like a reality show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With something like How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. Where you see, oh, well, Viola's a murderer, so that might be a bad representation <laughs> too, child. Um, but she's educated. So what else we got then? But she's educated. Yes. She has money. Yes. You know, Michaela's smart, but. She's a part of a murder conspiracy. So I, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I picked the wrong show. We got blackish. There you go. I don't yeah. watch it. I don't watch it. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with it, but I've, I've never really watched it. I support before. it when I see the clips. I share it on Twitter. Okay. But see, that's one of the shows that people would watch. Yes. And be, okay, this is okay. Like a Cosby ish type of. Well, I, not, not in terms of like the actual show. Yeah. But like, we're going to watch it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's definitely not a Cosby show. No, it's definitely not, not a Cosby show. Oh, <laughs> not with Jackie. Washington. Jackie Washington. Have y'all seen Jackie's bag? You haven't found the DVD because I yeah. doubt it's streaming anywhere. I don't know. I doubt it is either. But, it's, but it is a cult classic. It has, What's your favorite scene? My favorite scene would probably be her singing "Look at Me" <laughs> because it's such a full of shit song. Yes. And it's great at the same time. Oh. And we've all wanted someone to look at us oh, at some point in our lives. And we did. <laughs> What's your favorite scene from that movie? Ooh, mine is probably Coco. Oh, yeah. Coco's I love revenge. Coco. When she came out, she was like, I don't look for me between two and three. Right. Up in, in the, the beauty, beauty shop. shop. I'm yes. Coco. Hey. <laughs> but also, um, what's the other one? When she... I forgot that quick. Um... When she's drunk after having stabbed Milkman oh. Summers. And she's like, get off my yard out here. Who are these people? And she's drunk and in her drunk nighty. Drunk hair. Her hair's all over her head. She's in her nighty, like, you know, like you ordered your food. With I hours. did order my food in my kimono. Mm-hmm. Everybody calls it a duster or uh, what you call it? Uh, um, <laughs> a, <laughs> a captain. No. That's our audience. Yes, we have a studio audience. Yes. He's quite quiet at the moment. Like a mouse. Yeah, like a mouse. <laughs> Not Mickey. Not Mickey. <laughs> so, speaking <laughs> Mini Mouse. Speaking of Twitter, like, I don't know if you saw Zaya Way. Mm-hmm. Like, they've still been in the news. And I've been waiting to get Brian on the show so I could get his viewpoint on this. So, because of what was in the news, how do you feel about, like, what was going on that was portrayed in the media? I think it blew up unnecessarily uh-huh. negatively mm. because, but the thing is, whenever we see or whenever whenever we going back to the, you know to us sometimes, we'll just pick apart something that we don't understand and disrespect it at the same time. Yes, and it's not always about you being on board from the beginning, right? But at least be open to understanding it right. before you go and put some two, you know, some tr- some whole thread on Twitter or some long ass post on Facebook where you mm. talk about. How bad this is. And it's, it's again, us holding ourselves to a different standard. Because Mm -hmm. if this was somebody else, other race, 
nobody would even flint would even blink twice about it. Right. Because you know that I mean? was the actress who transitioned. She was on a show before her transition. Mm-hmm. And I don't know her ethnicity, but I feel like she was white. Um, I'll do more research on that. But just like Chaz Bono. <laughs> Chaz Bono, yes. You and know, that happened ages ago. Exactly. I doubted that was an African American black knows. person. And if we had, had we had Twitter and all that back then when that happened, yeah. I highly doubt it would have been taken to the levels of negativity that this was. Yes. And I mean, at the end of the day, this is a, a family supporting a child, right? Who otherwise would be who would otherwise would not be supported, right? And who knows what could happen after that? And she know. slayed in oh, that yeah. picture. Oh, she did. With the green and the pink. Yeah. You know. <laughs> she, came, she came through. She came through. She came through. And I love the waves for the way they just they like. They coordinated with her. Yes. And it was a, the flag color. Yes, right? I did see that. That it was the flag um, for genderqueer. Probably. It's purple, right? Or not purple, but. Those it's those colors. colors. <laughs> they are those colors. It's like black Pink, green, and something else. Yes, yeah. I I did see the flag. I can't remember the colors, but I did see the flag. Mm-hmm. But that's my Twitter, and I will tell you why I didn't remember the <laughs> colors because I was scrolling and there was a piece of fruit Twitter that was next, <laughs> and that will always gather you right after something biblical. I know, exactly. and I'm always like. Ooh, child, should I open my Twitter in public? I probably wouldn't. You, Yeah. I had to do some real modifications to mine because I would log into Twitter at work and it would be like somebody legit having said, like it would be an ass or a dick or yeah. anything that shouldn't be viewed at work. Yes. And of course, somebody <laughs> would be in your space. and it, No, I don't have time. Uh-uh. I had to move things around. But even every now and then, somebody that you follow who's not really a, yes. tweet, a free Twitter person will post something. You're like... What Twitter fuck? is messy. It right. will tell you what they, those people like. Mm-hmm. And so they'll tell you they retweet and people who they follow. Yeah. So it may not always be them liking stuff. So it'll tell you who they follow. But guess what? One time I made it, somebody sent me a, a, a DM yeah. of a, um, a sex scene. Mm-hmm. I commented on what I thought was the DM thread. Ooh. And I was actually commenting on the, tw- on the, the, on the, the, the freak Twitter yeah. pe- post itself. Ooh. And so one of my straight friends, his name is Gadget, he called okay. me and he was like, or he texted me and said, did you like this um, or, or leave a comment on this porno that's Ooh. on my timeline? I'm like, what the F? Because I didn't, even, I didn't even realize it. I didn't know until that moment that I'd actually done that. And like at this point, it had been circling for hours. So yes. my whole Twitter following could have been like, what the fuck is Brian doing tonight? <laughs> We know what he wasn't doing. Oh. Paying attention. Clearly. Right. Asleep at the wheel. But that's what Freak Twitter would do to you. Freak Twitter got me, y'all. It would distract you. It has distracted me. It would get you but I do together. have a separate profile. And people make fun of us. They have separate profiles. I don't have a separate profile. Yeah, I had to. Well, I had. You said I was Mr. Twitter. And I have a decent following. Oh. Yeah. It's but growing. they don't know it's you, though, do no face, no case. The mystery um, deepens. <laughs> I can't wait to crack this case. Well, I mostly just retweet stuff. I'm like the retweet king. Okay, well, you're the king of all stuff. And captions. Yeah. People love my captions. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your movies. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. 
So I'm not just on Twitter. Like I said, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook. But today I posted a question from one of my listeners. Shout out to them. Um, And the question was, at what point do you tell someone that you're really not into them if they keep trying? Uh So I got a lot of comments. Um, I was up to like 20-something. Some people said directly. They would say it like tactfully, just straight up. Um, some people said they don't know what, if it needs to be said unless they continue trying and then you just have to let the connection fizzle. Uh So that was like, whoa. But then another person said that subliminals help them out because the block list get long. Yeah. I love it. But other people said they want, and what about you? I don't think I would do the block list. Okay. Because that takes the fun out of it. The fun? <laughs> the fun. <laughs> um, I th- I'm kind of a, I'm a go with the flow person. So if, if we're connecting on a, on a level that's platonic, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. Now, if you like me, that's a different story. So I'm, yeah. to me, if you're making me lunch or if you're you know texting me all the time, that's us just being friends. Right. Now, I get it. I'm not naive. Yeah. If I know you like me. I just don't do certain things. I feel like if I, I feel like if I like somebody, uh-huh. or, if, or if you like somebody, yeah. that person will know that right. you like them. Right. And so and I kind of feel the same way. I think people, I think people should feel the, I think people should feel the same way about that as I do because, shit, pay attention. If right. I really liked you, you'd know it. Exactly. You know. But some people aren't used to the attention. Them. But you're scared to tell them. Then I'm not. I wouldn't tell them directly. Well, I would, how would you do it? I would either say me and my ex got back together. Okay. Which would be a total lie, uh-huh. or I would just kind of let it fizzle out and just not be as responsive to their messages and hope that they just get the point. Okay, you know, Ooh, they get they get some. Uh, I've had several instances. <laughs> I'm, my grinders are burning now <laughs> <laughs> because like people have done it. And it's not been so respectful sometimes. Uh-huh. And then there have been times where people are just ghosted yeah. at me. And that's been like the most daunting thing of like everything's going cool. There isn't even anything on my end that's just like, you know, I'm getting into a whole other subject. But hey, it's not anything that like I have said to where we got to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It was more so of like we're communicating consistently. Like, we go out, maybe. Yeah. Don't have to. Like, we stay home, play the PlayStation. Right. But then you just disappear. And then I had somebody say, I got back with my ex. And then I was like, <laughs> really? But yesterday we was just, whatever, honey. But it's always weird when you see somebody that you've gone out with. Yeah. And then you look at their account, their social media account, in the two weeks. And there's some other guy they're, that they're getting back with. And it's like... <sighs> Where was he two weeks ago when you were laid up in my bed? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it. I don't oh. get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But one thing about mine is I couldn't get ghosted. I couldn't ghost in my situation in one of mine because uh-huh. he was a coworker. Ooh. So I was going to see him regardless. See him anyway. Yeah. So I couldn't really be like, you know, I can't mess with you at all uh-huh. and ghost you. I had to be a professional about it. Ooh, child. You know, and so. Ooh, how did you handle that? Well, I'm still handling it. Okay, you're dealing I'm with dealing it. I'm dealing with it. Currently. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. let me put on my Dr. Sherry hat. 
For those you don't know, your, she's your a suit jacket and, and my necklace. <laughs> <laughs> you have the haircut. Just I got gel it down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little gel. Exactly. So when you see him, how does it make you feel? It's I'm fine with it because to uh-huh. me it's just like I'm just I'm here. I'm at, I'm at work. We're cool on a platonic level. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it like that, though. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm still, I'm still very much myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm just, I know that he wants to take it um, somewhere else. But it just can't happen. It cannot happen. Um, it wouldn't be right. It wouldn't and be I right. only say that because I dated someone that I worked with last year. Uh-huh. So I've been down this road before. Oh. It was fast and furious, but now it's crashed and burned. Oh, explosive. Like the franchise, oh. <laughs> which they're pushing back two years because of Corona. Uh, two, years? two years? Somebody said two years. Ooh, no, 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 a whole year. I'm sorry. A whole year. Yeah. Ooh, I ain't heard that. But the corona has been just like on my nerves. It's on everybody's nerves. I'm so sorry I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> but it like really, it's only been on my nerves because like people have like, I don't know, canceled a lot of stuff. And I get it. Yeah. I get it. But people blame the media. And yeah. of course, as a former journalist, I I can't blame the media. It's just false narratives that people have listened to. Exactly. So like Googling the wrong stuff, mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to like CDC, like WHO, WHO. So yeah. Anyway, mass hysteria. And that's the summary of all of it. Hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> we need a cure from it. So Sexually. Sexually. Which yes. is what they did to women back in the day. Uh-huh. They just had hysteria. Oh, well, well, yeah. I don't even know, like, oof. <sighs> I, we'll I, deal with it. We'll, we'll deal with happens. it. I just think I have, I'm going on a trip to Orlando. My Miami trip was canceled. Okay. So I'm just kind of furious about it. Okay. Don't think of it. Well, I hope you get to go on your trip. I'm going to Orlando by Will of Come. So find me Orlando, y'all. And I'm happy I was able to come here and talk to you tonight just because, you know, you never know. You never know. You might be on the quarantine the next time I talk to you. I know. We just some Southern Bales. Yeah. But make sure you go and look for Three the Hard Way on uh-huh. all online platforms.